0: This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 1770. Learn English
1: now with phrasal verbs for falling. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, downloaded more than 200 million times. Are you feeling stuck with your English? We'll show you how to become fearless and fluent by focusing on connection, not perfection, with your American host, Aubrey Carter, the IELTS whiz. And Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, coming to you from Arizona and Colorado, USA. And to get your transcripts delivered by email every week, go to allearsenglish.com forward slash subscribe. Do you tend to fall down easily? Today we answer a question about the phrasal verbs fall down and fall over. We share how to know which to use so that you can have clarity about these tricky English phrasal verbs.
2: Before we start, a quick message from our sponsor, Indeed need to hire you need indeed
1: Hey Aubrey how's it going today I I'm great Lindsay I have a funny question for you Okay go for it Have you ever fallen down in public Oh my gosh <laughs> Yeah um not that I can think of but I've witnessed a friend of mine fall down and it was hilarious <laughs> We teased her funny about about it
0: everyone for so else. long
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: Embarrassing
1: for them, but funny for
0: everyone else. I did in high school. Uh, it was a halftime show of a basketball game. So, like, the whole school yeah. was there. And they called a few students down randomly to participate and maybe win a prize <laughs> in, like, a game where you're shooting. Oh. And I was wearing these boots that had kind of oh, not a heel, heel, but like a thick heel. Chunky and boots. I just fell down in front of the whole school. Everyone's laughing. And it was not the end of the world. But... I was thinking about this recently, and I'm so glad social media didn't exist. So no one was filming. It wasn't posted anywhere. The only people who saw it were there present.
1: Yes, I love it. It'd be terrible if that
0: was posted on social media for everyone to see. So (laughs) it was a simpler time.
1: Yeah, simpler time. Was (laughs) it in the stands then when you were coming down the stairs? Is that No, it was while I like shot the basketball and
0: I went to grab it because it was like a competition Ah. during the halftime where some students had to play like lightning where you do a free throw and then you try to get them out bump out some people call it and I was playing that and like shot the basketball ran to grab it and kind of tripped and fell
1: (laughs) (laughs) so literally you were in the spotlight like everyone was watching you okay that's good stuff it was a worst
0: case scenario (laughs) it's
1: funny how falling for adults is so funny and ridiculous but for kids it's just what they do they fall and they skin their knees but for adults it's the most ridiculous (laughs) funny thing I love that and for a teenager so
0: Embarrassing, yes. right? Toddlers fall, it's whatever. Adults fall, you're like, it's fine. But a teenager is mortified it's when something like it's that happens.
1: <laughs> yeah, you are truly lucky, Aubrey, that there was no social media back then, right? And I also went through that era of not really having social media in high school. Thank goodness. But now we have it, so everything is different, right? I know, and there are so many perks. My kids love social media.
0: I love <laughs> it. I love using it for all your English. It's yeah. so great to have these quick tips, idioms, slang. That we can teach with a really quick social media video. So, if you guys aren't following us on social media, wherever you find your social media Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, YouTube, we're everywhere. And in China with Billy Billy, LRB, and you can le- read longer articles for some more deep dives into things on our WeChat official account as well. So wherever you are in the world, you can find All your English on social media.
1: Yes, there are so many good ways to connect with us. Guys, go on there and check it out because you get stuff that you're not going to see here on the podcast, right? Videos, commentary, quizzes, really fun ways to interact with us and to learn. So good. All right. Exactly.
0: Yes. And this is a fun one. We often will be able to teach a phrasal verb on social media too. We'll give a highlight of one specific phrasal verb. And we got a question about some phrasal verbs that we want to focus on today, which is why we were talking about falling down.
1: Yes. I love it. do you want to read this question for us? I'd be happy. This is from Alexander. Here we go. He says, your podcast is getting more and more popular in our country. I start every morning listening to your show while commuting to work, so I want to thank you guys for doing such a great job. Well, thanks, Alexander. Oh, Aubrey, that. that's wonderful to hear, isn't You're it? welcome. That feels great. <laughs> I know. It's so awesome. It's so good. And here's the question. Maybe you could help out with two phrasal verbs that I am stuck on. I'm stuck on, I guess we could say. Just imagine I was walking down the street and I tripped over something and I fell down. So in this situation, do I actually say I fell down or I fell over? Or are they both good to go? Or are they both good? (laughs) As we can say, go
0: to go with that. Such a good question. These little verbs are so tricky because looking at those two, you would think they mean the same thing: fall down, fall over. Oh, that probably means the same thing. No, right? There (laughs) are subtle differences. In that case, you would want to say, "I fell down." If we tripped, we say, "I fell down." We wouldn't say, "I fell over." Mm -hmm. But we're gonna dive into why. What are the nuance nuances? How do you know which one to choose? This is going to be interesting.
1: Yeah, and you know, just on a previous episode a few weeks ago, I interviewed someone who does his whole show all about phrasal verbs. So go over there and look for that episode, guys. It was a few weeks ago. Really good stuff to focus. It's so tricky, right, Aubrey? Because if we change one preposition, the meaning changes quite a bit.
0: Exactly right. With fall, we have fall in, fall off, fall out, fall over, fall away. There are so many different meanings depending on that second word, that preposition. So you guys are aware of this. Phrasal verbs are tricky. I love that you did that interview, Lindsay, so that we can have another resource for figuring out how to learn phrasal verbs. Yeah, guys, You
1: can find that by coming back to our blog and just type in Alex Bricker, or I can actually get Mm. the name for you, the episode number right now. That is episode 1742, guys. So check out that episode. Good stuff. Nice.
0: But I thought it would be interesting to talk a little bit just about the verb fall without a preposition, because this is actually a tricky verb on its own, right? A tricky word, because it can be both a noun and a verb, and each of them has multiple meanings. So let's quickly talk about that. First, the noun. Lindsay, what is the first meaning of the word fall, the noun fall?
1: All right. So to so the noun again is the act of falling. Right, he had a bad fall, and I hear this a lot when I hear about elderly people. Does that yes. ring a bell to you, Aubrey? You Definitely. Know, maybe you get a call from your mother, say, or your grandmother had a bad fall, something like exactly. that.
0: Exactly. Yes. Right. And we're using that as a noun. The fall is a thing that you're talking about, right? Yes, I love but it. But then a second meaning is a thing which falls. And we usually talk about this, especially with snow or rain. So mm-hmm. for example, you'd say, yesterday, we had the first fall of snow. Ah. And now we're describing, we're using fall as a noun <laughs> to talk about a thing that falls or it falls out of the sky. Yeah, I would say
1: that this one feels to me a little bit more formal. What do you think, Aubrey? Does this feel a little more formal to you or do you use this a lot? It is a little more formal. I feel like I hear it in song
0: lyrics and I see it in poetry. and Ah, It's sort of a beautiful way of speaking to say the first fall of something like, oh, it's been a long time since we had a fall of rain, right? And so you can switch that and say rainfall or snowfall, Mm -hmm. also a noun, but we say it both ways. And it is a little more informal, but it's also a very beautiful way of speaking, I think.
1: Yeah. I mean, guys, if your personality is such that you like to create poetry in your words, there are a lot of people that love to speak, right? They love to be articulate and kind of wordsmith things and kind of be more of an artist. We want to give you that option. So this would be a good one to write down if you want to speak in this poetic way.
0: Okay. Definitely. And then there's a third noun, which is the season autumn. We also call fall would say, I love fall. It's my favorite season. Yeah. Three meanings for this one noun, which most people think of as a verb. I love it. Is fall your favorite season,
1: Aubrey? What would you say?
0: It used to be when I lived in the East, when I lived in New York, fall was my favorite season. In Arizona, it's my least favorite season because it's still so hot and miserable and nothing really changes. Arizona fall is horrible. It's just more longer summer.
1: Oh, Uh yeah. But in New England, New England is the place to be in the fall. I don't know if you ever went up to Vermont, but the, the leaves up there are just amazing in the fall. Yes. We drove from New York up to Quebec, Montreal, Canada.
0: And so we saw all of the foliage from in between. And oh my goodness, the leaves were beautiful. It was right when they were turning red and orange and yellow. And it was breathtaking. It's so
1: good. It's so good. So guys, we've seen a lot of different ways to use the noun, use this as a noun. What about as a verb? Let's get to the the more common mm-hmm. one, right? The one that we're going to, th- then after we're going to tack on the preposition to make it a phrasal verb, right? Yes, Aubrey? exactly.
0: Yes. So first of all, just to move downward, right? Yeah. If you say the snow fell all night, now mm-hmm. you're talking about that snowfall, but using it as a verb. Yeah. The rain falls, the snow falls, the snow fell.
1: It's amazing how much you can learn while you drive to work. Maybe you're driving right now while you listen to All Ears English. Well, I want to tell you about another podcast that we have, and it's called IELTS Energy. So many reviews of the show mention the positive energy that they get from the hosts, Jessica and Aubrey. And it's not just from the IELTS perspective. Every week you get two episodes to teach you vital English skills like informal and formal vocabulary, impressive grammar structures, and pronunciation. So learn how to speak English that people actually want to hear. Pause this podcast right now and search for the IELTS Energy podcast in your player and hit follow. Right. Uh, I love it. And then the second way, guys, is just to lose balance and collapse. Usually this is talking about you, your body, but it could also mm-hmm. be something else like... Um, I have the worst cabinets right now in my in my home, and every time I open the cabinets, a lot of times something, something just falls, falls down out and breaks, and everything. like the olive oil spills all over the cabinet. <laughs> it's so bad. That happens to me
0: with it. my kids. Will put something in the fridge very precariously. Oh yeah, like a booby trap, and then you open the fridge and something <laughs> falls out and spills all over the floor. It's normal. This the is life of having children. Yeah, this I, can is I can imagine. I can't imagine exactly. So that just means something loses balance, yeah. collapses. We could say it's so embarrassing to fall in public, especially yeah. if you're a teenager. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: I love it. I lo- and there are actually so many phrasal verbs, right, Aubrey? And we're not going to exactly. go into all of them today. We don't need to do them all today, guys. It'll the- break your brain to do we every break single your brain. one. That's why you got to hit subscribe, hit follow on this podcast. So you get future episodes. We'll go into them later. But there are ones like fall in, fall off, fall out, fall away right? Yes,
0: so many. And the two from today's question that we're going to focus in on are fall down and fall over, which are very similar. I understand why the student could confuse these or wasn't sure which one to use. So let's yeah. first talk about fall down. Mm-hmm. We use this more specifically. what means you tripped. It's resulting from tripping or stumbling, and sometimes it's just over your own feet. Like we were talking about how toddlers, young children fall down when they mm-hmm. first learn to walk. Yeah, they might not be tripping over a rock or something. They just are tripping over their own feet.
1: Yes, I love that. I love that. It's so cute. I love it. So just falling down, tripping over your own feet. Um, Um, I had a friend in college who every time she would attempt, she wasn't very athletic. So every time she would attempt to go for a jog, she would fall. She would just like always have a fall during the run. Oh, no.
0: That's such a nice way of saying clumsy to just say she's not very athletic. That's a good strategy here, you guys. If you think someone is a little clumsy, the kind way to say that is she's not super athletic. Yeah, guys, write that one
1: down as a bonus for today. So good. We could do another episode on that topic, Aubrey. um, How to be kind Kind ways. Be kind. I like that, right? I would prefer someone
0: call me unathletic Mm. as opposed to clumsy. Yes, I love it. So both are probably true. Yeah. Okay. So the second one, we this is the same that you're tripping, you're falling. But we talk about falling down something, falling down the stairs, falling yes. down a mountain. Right? I fell down the mountain, and that's same. <laughs> you're kind of either tripping over something or over your own feet and falling down a thing.
1: Yes, I love it. It makes me think of when I go skiing. There's so much ski lingo. Skiers have their own lingo for everything. And whenever you know you're on a ski lift and people see someone who Essentially they've fallen down on their skis but literally everything has released your skis have released your hat's gone you know your helmet everything's gone off they say yard sale right they yell oh, yard God. sale and they make it even worse <laughs> for the poor person then Oh that's <laughs> happened to me so many times one
0: skis off in the powder and one skis up the hill a ways. And then you're like trudging around
1: trying to collect everything. Yeah, there's definitely a culture and and skiers are not always, yeah, they're joking, but they can give people a hard time. So the moral of the story is don't ski below the chair, right?
0: Right, Exactly where anyone sees you from the chairlift. Exactly. I love it. So good. Okay, Okay, so so let's let's go into fall Mm -hmm. over, right? Because in all of those cases, you wouldn't say I fell over. If you're tripping, stumbling and falling, right, we would not say I fell over. This is very different. This is referring to falling from a flat surface. Mm. It's not from a result of tripping. Yes. So it doesn't even have to be a human, right? You could say the tree fell over or the display fell over when I bumped it. Right. 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 Whereas We wouldn't say that a tree or a display fell down Mm. because that's something that it would have to be animated. It would have to trip.
1: Yeah. We would just say
0: it fell over.
1: Right, right, right. And usually people, right? I mean, yeah. And people don't really fall over again. Like we said, it's more of an object, right?
0: Yep, exactly. But here's the trick. A person can fall over, but there has to be some kind of outside force causing that, right? You could say, I fell over when she pushed me. You wouldn't say I fell down because you didn't trip on anything. Mm. It's really, this is when we use this is it's not something I did. I fell over either because maybe I lost my
1: balance. Someone pushed me, something like that. Then we'd say I fell over. Yeah, this is actually trickier than I thought when we started the episode today. This is pretty nuanced for our listeners, right? to understand the difference. Right. When I think about fall over, I think about something that is just self-contained. It's sitting there on a flat surface, like you Mm -hmm. said, and then it just tips. Right. And usually, as you said, a result of something, maybe the wind, right, causes it to fall over.
0: Or yep, somebody bumps it. But it is true. We'll use this for humans as well. So Mm. there are some expressions where we'll say like, I laughed so hard I fell over, right? And it's just like that expression where something was so funny that maybe you really did kind of fall to the floor laughing, holding your gut, right? Yeah. But this isn't because you tripped. It's not because you stumbled, right? So there are some expressions. It's an exterior, something exterior making you fall over.
1: Yeah. It's tricky though. Could you say I laughed so hard? I fell down. I wouldn't because I I associate <laughs> fell down
0: with I stumbled. I tripped. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, I, yeah, I you think know, I think agree. you would
1: only say that if like you're laughing so hard and then you trip on something. Right, right. Something causes <laughs> you to stumble. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love yeah, it. Okay, interesting. Right? Or the Leaning Tower of Pisa. That's famous for that, right? Yes, right? Mm-hmm. If you guys have been to Italy, it's a little
0: bit off the beaten path. There isn't a train that goes there. So, or maybe there was a train cuz I saw it. So Did I must go? have yeah. it must have taken a train, but it isn't like right by Rome. You have to yeah. go out of your way, right? But it mm. is this is something you could say the leaning tower of Pisa looks like it's going to fall over.
1: Yeah, for sure. That's a perfect example of fall over. Again, just something that was upright and then it just meh, it fell over. Right,
0: It would fall over. It looks like it's going to fall over. And you would not say it looks like it's going to fall down because it can't trip. It can't stumble. Mm. If you're going to say you feel like it's going to f- fall, you would say collapse for yes. a building. Oh, right? my gosh. So that. there's all these different nuanced meanings. But in general, I think it helps to think of fall down for stumbling tripping. You have to trip over something, stumble in order to say you fell down.
1: Yeah, I think that's probably the best way to do you ever trip on cobblestones. You know what I mean? When you go to like an old city and you're kind of wandering around that sort of awkward surface, do you know what I'm and saying? And they're really uneven if yeah. they're older. <laughs> Montreal is really terrible for this. I love yes. Montreal, but the cobblestones are
0: are a lot in a lot of places are very uneven. Yes. You have to really watch where you're going. It's hard to ride a
1: bike. That's a, it's so oh bumpy. Oh my gosh, that's a good example. <laughs> Montreal, Boston, all these kind of older cities have these whiny cobblestone roads. Very dangerous, Yes, <laughs> right. but so beautiful. I love but cobblestone so beautiful. roads. This is great. I mean, like I said before, Aubrey, this is actually a little trickier than I than I thought it would be, but I, I hope that we've explained the nuances I think we have for our listeners really clearly here, guys. You know, mm-hmm. send us some follow-up questions if you're still confused or if you have an extension question, right, Aubrey? Yes. I'd love to see some
0: comments on our blog post or on social Mm -hmm. media. Give some examples of sometime when you would use fall down or fall over. We can respond. We can give you some feedback and make sure you're using them correctly.
1: Yes. And what's a takeaway for our listeners today?
0: Yeah, just to be aware that there are subtle nuances between a lot of phrasal verbs and a deep dive into two that are very similar, like these that our student asked about, can really help you better understand how they're used by natives so that you can use them correctly in conversation to sound more native and natural.
1: Yeah, I really think that going into phrasal verbs is really getting closer to that 99% fluency level. What do you think, Aubrey? Oh, definitely. Right. If you're able
0: to understand them and use them correctly, you're there. You're at that 99% fluency.
1: I love it. So guys, go over and check out Alex's episode 1742 to get more phrasal verbs. Fill up, fill out. We did those ones. That was fun. Yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. That's (laughs) awesome. All right, Aubrey. Great stuff. I'll see you on the next episode. You have a good day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye.